0: What are we headed for in the coming weeks and months? You came here for the truth. Today I want to begin by taking a look at what has happened with China's push. A big push, in fact. The next thing we are going to cover is the big money loss. And the third, if you stay to the end, insiders are selling at record levels. We need to discuss this. Let's begin. First things first, let's take a look at China. China urges local governments to spend more to counter slump. That's right, when you have a downturn, when you have a recession, when you have debt problems, when you have any sort of issue, you can always resolve it by simply spending more, just like an individual adding to their credit cards. The Premier Lee reiterates the economy faces new downward pressures. And that is key because when you get it from such a high level, is the number two in command, essentially saying these type of things, you know, they're taking action against it. And so the banking system is going to have to pump out some more. The last time we looked at these indicators, it showed us that they were in a negative state, essentially meaning the amount of money that's being pumped out into the system has declined. And that's not necessarily a good thing. When you look at a year over year measurements, you need to see that growing in order for this corrupt debt-based system to continue. Okay, So here you can see catching up. China's local governments ramped up special bond sales in November. I really don't know if that's going to be any sort of solution, but that's something that you know, they're doing at this time, it's an action that they are taking. There's more in there, but I believe that I want to get into the insider's selling. I know that's the key part, but this is gonna leave me in there, okay? There's a method to the madness. China's developers face $1.3 billion in December bond payments. Here you can see stressed sectors' total net worth well below November's level. Evergrand has coupons due while the grace period ends for unit again and again and again the same situations happening you could see this chart right here just showing you over the past few weeks we saw incrementally more marginal loosening efforts at different city levels especially in terms of mortgage rate easing and pre-sales permit requirement deposit withdrawal relaxation taking every step on the micro level as well as the macro in order to try and ease things a little bit. This is what China's doing. This is coming at the same time. We're seeing a little bit of chaos. Wouldn't you agree? Chengdu becomes first China city to ease rules for builders. Major city rolls out measures to ease the developer cash crunch. All coming at the same time right now. And then we have this. Housing pressure. Chengdu supports developers liquidity after home prices decline for two months. This is Largely considered to be the biggest asset class in the world, or asset in the world. And that is $62 trillion. The Chinese housing sector is massive by any stretch of the imagination. Now that's China. That's what they're doing. I talked about this so many times before. And that's going to lead me into this. This is Goldman Sachs, okay? Several charts. I'm not going to get into it in depth, but just to show you that basically hedge funds have been taking a hit, investment companies have been taking a hit, and that was before Friday's big, you know, smackdown. Goldman Sachs equity fundamental long short performance estimate. Just giving you a little bit of comparison. That black line right there—that's Goldman Sachs global equity. You can see the downtrend as opposed to the Uh, S&P and the MSCI, okay? Just to give you a little bit of a look over the last month, there are comparisons here. So is it Goldman Sachs is doing bad or is it the volatility that these funds are not really dealing well with? So as soon as it's not just in one direction, well, then you have a problem. Gross and net leverage, you could look at that as well. Here we go, regional flows and weightings. A lot of stuff here you can see. This is important. Whenever somebody wants to know what's happening, where's the money moving to and from, you've got to look at the EPFR data, but you also get that from this, okay? Regional flows and weightings. You look down, showing us North America, Europe, and so on. Where's the money going to? Well, take a look. Europe buying right now and asia excluding japan buying as well that's important where's the money going to and from over the last little while and then at the bottom just shows you based on the sector so there's always this flow in and out information technology it was flowing out somewhat consumer staples on the other hand we're seeing a big flow of cash inward But what's happening? What is happening right now with insiders? You've seen Jeff Bezos selling a lot of stock, Amazon stock. Elon Musk, everyone knows about that. And Satya Nadella out of Microsoft selling a massive amount. In fact, you can see right there on the right-hand side, we haven't seen any sales like this. It was half of his portfolio, approximately. Look at that. He's going back down to levels other than this blip right around 2018, 2019. He's back down to levels from 2014. So what's he doing with that money? Who knows? Maybe he's setting up a bunker somewhere. I really don't know. But I can tell you that that was a significant sell. Could it be because of the P.E. ratios? Could it be because of the different indicators that we've seen going completely off the charts well i really don't know but i think it's important to follow all of this now if you're watching this video by the time you watch the video and it's posted and everything you could see things like oil as i'm showing you right here up four and a half percent you could see the markets themselves Going up like crazy. This is before the market opens. And you see that there was some serious worry about new lockdowns and new measures put in place. But we really don't know what's going to happen. That's the truth. Okay. Mentioned that a hundred times. But I wanted just to show you what could potentially occur. And it looks like the market's may see it as an overreaction from Friday's trading session and things could flip around really quickly there was no real dip that happened I wouldn't call one the events on one day to be a dip but in this every day as an up day kind of world maybe it is in that way but I, I just can't agree with the term. Looking at this here, the dollar's rally is beginning to weigh on commodity prices. So we can see what's happened with commodities. I've shown you that. But at the same time, when you look at what has happened with the dollar, the dollar, of course, all of these commodities priced in the dollar, if they go up, well, then it looks more expensive in comparison, doesn't it? Take a look. You could see right here, just showing you WTI, and you know it's hard to see on here. The red line, if I if I could just give you that, the U.S. dollar right there had appreciated against its peers over this period, over the last couple months essentially. Just showing you, well, if I take it back way further, I mean. You could see where it's been going. The point here is that comparing this gives us a little perspective as to what's happening with commodities. Because it's not always one side. It's not simply, oh, it's supply and demand fundamentals. Oh, it's pure market speculation. There's always more than one side to the story. And somebody mentioned this, so I wanted to throw it in here at this moment. This is essentially looking at Bitcoin, not real Bitcoin, but of course the index based around it, correlations versus other assets. You can see right here, right now, this is the the black dot being current, the S&P 500, it's over a 30% correlation with the S&P 500. Going down a little bit, the US dollar, it's under 30%. And you can just see the the difference here between all these different assets, like gold, which is hard to tell on the chart here, maybe more like 10% correlated, and so on. So that is interesting to see the correlation between the US dollar, commodities, the S&P 500, Bitcoin, and so on. I thought that would be just an interesting chart to show you And this right here, last but not least, Black Friday shopping in stores drops 28% from, let's say, 2019 levels as shoppers spread spending throughout the season. A lot of that has to do with what had happened with, you know, looking at the supply chains and everything. Oh, I'm in a shortage. I'm going to buy my Christmas gifts, you know, in, in October or maybe even earlier. So that's kind of what they were doing. That could be the part of this. So I think that's it for today. We're we're looking at the insider selling. What do you think is going on? If you think that they know something, you and I don't, well then, you got to let me know in the comments below. I think it's important to see everything, everything, everything. Janet Yellen knows what's up. I want to know if you know what's going on. Please let me know if you want to support the channel it's a simple matter of hitting that thumbs up button to let it rain let it rain let it rain thank you very much for supporting the channel i do appreciate that very much and if you haven't seen this video yet you definitely want to check it out click it and i'll see you there